Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. chickens oh wild blue yonder yes i hear you barking dog thing uh, <laughs> the theme. um there have been some reactions to the theme but we will get to that uh i am a little bit discombobulated today um anyone on patreon knows i uh did not get to watch doctor who at 5 30 this morning as is my want um because i had to get up at 5 30 this morning and make my way to melbourne airport because i was meant to come home from Avalon uh, last night, and Jetstar went, nah, not going. Um, so I got stranded in Geelong uh, <laughs> at 10 p.m. It's like, yeah, wh- and what do I do now? And they're like, oh, yeah, no, we can't give you accommodation because, yeah, soz. Um, that was their excuse, soz. Uh, the woman at the desk was very lovely, but, oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, I had to... Fork over quite a lot of cash to <laughs> get uh, home today. Anyway, it's a long story. So, if this is late, I'm sorry. Um, anyway, that's uh, th- that's a Sunday problem. Uh, for everyone else, happy Monday. Uh, <laughs> I hope you had a good weekend and you enjoyed the latest episode of Doctor Who, The Wild Blue Yonder, um, which the title, let's just point out... Uh, is probably going to cause some controversy in and of itself. Uh, I loved that it was, you know, kind of it wasn't even really that sort of, that kind of a veiled uh, implication that it was about, you know, people loving things because 
that's the way they've always been. It's like, I, you know, like Mrs. B, the choir master, thinks that Wild Blue Yonder is a jolly song. But it was Wilf who pointed out, you know, it's it's military and it's not appropriate to be teaching that kind of things to, to kids. Like, it's instilling values in them that are probably inappropriate. Um, and, you know, given that Wilf is an old soldier, you kind of go, well, you know, he would know. Uh, I, I thought that was really, you know, really beautifully done. It's, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that often... Uh, one of the hallmarks of uh, people who are conservative is like, why do things have to change? Why do things have to always be different? Why can't things just stay the same? And the reality is that uh, things staying the same is, you know, things start to stagnate. Uh, horrible situations are not rectified. And it's like, well, it, and, and it's kind of like, oh, I, I want to maintain my comfort uh, because that's the way I like things and it's not, um, you know, progress is difficult, change is difficult. It's a hard thing to go through. I mean, you know, as Doctor Who fans, we go through it every couple of years. It's like, what? The, the lead actor's leaving again? I don't know if I can deal with this again. But we do. We deal with it and we uh, we kind of just, this is this is our life. We love it. Um so it 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 I'm always I always find it really strange when fans of Doctor Who uh, freak out about change and freak out about things not being the same as they always were, um, because it's a show that constantly reinvents itself. So how can you suddenly go? Oh no, I've decided I'm not going to cope with. Um, <laughs> Being a woman, this is the wall. I've hit the wall of the things that I can cope with changing, and that's the one. Um, you know, sometimes I don't cope when it's a comedy show, but I still enjoy it uh, on some level. Anyway, Wild Blue Yonder was creepy. Uh, it was as as promised. It was promised to be creepy. You know what I did love is that it had kind of shades of midnight. I kind of I feel like Russell T Davis has said to himself, right? You know what? I've got to do one that's all just my base cast and no one else. I'd like it's going to be affordable because I'm not hiring any other actors. Uh, we'll just do it all on a set and it'll just be David Tennant and Catherine Tate. Um, the only bit that will be, have another character, will be a bit filmed from the next lot of episodes uh, or the next episode entirely, uh, which was the end with Bernard Cribbins as Wolf. And Lord, what a moment. Just, oh, he's so beautiful. I love him. Um, so, yeah, I I love that it was, it, was, it was an episode of like just two actors just running rings around each other and having a ball. And, you know... Catherine Tate is amazing. Um, but yeah, so it had Shades of Midnight, uh, which is one of my favourite ever Russell T Davis episodes. I don't think it was as good um, in the creepy, spooky stakes. And I think part of that is to do with the budget. Uh, now, this is, I know this is going to sound like a weird thing to complain about. And it's not really a complaint, it's more of an observation. But one of my favourite ever series of television is that very first series of The X-Files where they had no money. Um, and it was like, how can we 
do the things we want to do on the budget that's allotted to us to the point where, you know, there's an episode where someone says, oh, yeah, that... (laughs) That party's going off and it's just like a door opens. There's someone in there with a torch flashing it around like, yeah, yeah, there's a party in here, I swear. Um, so, they just, you know, they really make do with what what budget they have. And so, sometimes a monster is a thing that's in your neck or it's something that's mainly off screen, which makes it 10 times scarier. I mean, you just need to see the movie Jaws where Steven Spielberg couldn't get the shark to work. So, he had to film around the fact that he didn't have a shark, except for maybe two scenes. And it makes it 12 times better. Um, and I think the reason Midnight worked is because, you know, it was all in the performances. It was all in how they behaved with one another. Whereas here in Wild Blue Yonder, it was a lot of, look how big my hands are. Again, those effects were great. Um, the dropped jaw was spectacular. The head backwards through the legs was maybe not as successful (laughs) as a special effect. And maybe that's just my stupidly giant television just making everything look really clear. And I'm like, yeah, no, not you. Um, Also, the corridor. Sometimes the corridor looked incredible and other times the corridor looked like it wasn't there. And there were a couple of times when the, the way the camera panned it was like the background did not pan with it. Like, so I'm gathering it wasn't done on um, the volume. I don't know. I haven't watched the the making of. So maybe it was and it was just badly calibrated. But yeah, the kind of like the camera panned across and the background kind of didn't keep up properly. Um, but, you know, these are tiny minor quibble, minor, minor quibbles. Mime, minor quibble. Um, <laughs> this is American Idol. Uh, I don't know why. This is a, a stupid thing I do at work sometimes. Sometimes we come up with a funny name. <laughs> and we don't know why we find it hilarious. But I always end it with, I'm, <laughs> this is American Idol. It's a very strange thing. Um, anyway. <laughs> Minor quibble. Um, but it's a minor quibble. Like, the the whole way, for the most part, looked incredible. Like, you know, when the things were... The great big pillars were moving and the things were changing. I love the little rusty robot that never got to really speak or do anything. So cute. And I love the alien that was hanging outside. Uh, that was spectacular. Um, and, yeah, I, I, there are a couple of reactions in already. I know it's early. Uh, Isaac says, so much to love in that episode, yet I just couldn't love it as a whole. Uh, they promised one of the scariest episodes ever, and it didn't get anywhere near delivering on that for me. I I hear what you're saying. Um, loved the effects. They proved that stretching doesn't have to be funny. Take note, Mr. Fantastic. Uh, the monsters never lived up to the tension I felt before the reveal. Maybe the disconnect came from watching it at 5.30am. So hopefully I fall deeply, madly in love with it on the rewatch. The ending with Wilf had me in bits. Can't wait for next week. Oh, yeah. The preview for next week is like, oh, what? What is happening? Are we? Oh, my Lord. There's so much. There's so much to love. Um, Nairi says, oh, I loved it. Very Midnight Creatures. Yes, Nairi! Oh, snap. <laughs> High five. Um, the captain was exceptionally wise. In all honesty, the captain defeated the monsters. The Doctor and Donna almost got in the way. Yes, the captain did defeat the monsters. <laughs> and the Doctor did almost break everything. Even though the TARDIS was like, nah, i got to get out of here. Um, 
<laughs> I did love that scene with the Doctor and Donna uh, freaking out about not knowing whether they were going to be able to get back. That was quite spectacular. Um, we're going to head back to some of your thoughts and theories about uh, the Star Beast over the next couple of episodes. Uh, and then uh, I'll try and circle back to Wild Blue Yonder as we go along. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.